Welcome to the best night ever. Your golden ticket to better sleep, better health, and ultimately, the best night ever. Featuring your host, sleep and life hack guru, Dr. Jay Corsandi from Snore Experts. Your best days will always start with a great night of sleep. Join Dr. K as he invites you in to talk tips and tricks to help you sleep better, stop snoring, be healthier, and live a more energetic and productive life. Learn how to make sleep your best friend. Explore ways to wake up feeling more refreshed and discover how to carry that newfound energy throughout your day. If you feel like your sleep and daytime performance could use a shot in the arm, grab a cup of bulletproof coffee, sit down, relax, and stay tuned as we uncover cutting-edge science, traditional, and even ancient practices to help you step up your life game. And now, Dr. Jay Corsandi. Welcome back, my friends. This is Dr. Jay Corsandi, and you're listening to The Best Night Ever, the show that's dedicated to helping you get your best night's sleep. I got Dwayne back in the studio again. Welcome Greetings. Back. Greetings, everyone. All right. I got a question for you this time. You know I like to throw these questions out. Yes, and I'm, I'm excellent at these. You're the best. So can you guess which animal has the shortest sleep and which has the longest? I'm going to say uh, a chihuahua dog. Okay. For the shortest mm-hmm. and the longest, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say a bear. Uh, that's actually good guesses. Uh, it's weird, though. The, actually, the animal with the shortest sleep requirement is a giraffe, which I don't understand. They're big animals, I, oh. they, but they only need 1.9 hours of sleep a night, which is mm. crazy. The one with the longest sleep is a brown bat, and that needs 19.9, almost 20 hours of sleep a day. So with that said, we're t- going to talk about our next episode, which is sleep and snoring top questions. So this is kind of a curated show based off of questions that I've gotten from patients, from listeners, from people all over when I've attended conferences and gave uh, presentations. Uh, so I've kind of grabbed some of those uh, and wanted to share them with you as kind of a uh, greatest hits. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So one of the big ones is uh, how many hours should the average person sleep per night? We get this one all the time. Yeah, I'm going to guess eight. I mean, eight, eight seems to be like the, right, the normal thing. Yeah, eight eight is a pretty good number. I mean, that's a, it's. I would say roughly eight, uh, and the reason why is as you know, if you look at children, uh, they're going to need a lot more sleep, and we always talk about the benefits of sleep. But if you think about it, which part of our life is when we're growing and learning the most, the fastest? It's when we're young. Sure. And as we, and it's funny, if you rewind the clock and go down to infancy and babies, they sleep the longest because they are exponentially growing and learning. Yeah, so uh, as you know, you know, I, I started using the Aura Ring and tracking my sleep, and I'm finding that that I'm in bed for close to eight hours. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, my actual sleep yeah. is you know like six and a half so, hours. So that's it's called the, that's that's called efficiency, sleep efficiency, and, yeah, and the, really the ratio between how long you're in bed and how much you're actually asleep, they need to be pretty close. And the further apart they are, like you, well, you know, the more work you got. Yeah. So. Um, but, you know, eight hours is a rough estimate. Uh, adults typically need less, and as we get older, we typically need a little bit less than that. Um, one of the cool things is if you get healthy or healthier, your requirement for sleep actually goes down a little bit as well, too, because you're more optimized. Now, how does uh, how do seasons impact that? Seasons, I mean, you got to be that, – that goes back to our circadian rhythms. Okay. So you just want to just shift your time a little bit based on the sun. Yeah. i got another question here that we get all the time. Uh, and this goes back to uh, what I do on a day-to-day basis. But they say, uh, they come in for consults and they say, you know, yeah, okay, I snore now. But why didn't I snore when I was younger? 
well, this never happened before. What, what, what's going on? Why is it happening to me, right? Do you say, well, you, you didn't have the beer belly then, that, sir. You know, well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Yeah, so... so, so you, were, you weren't drinking beer when you were 10 years old. This is true. Uh, Dwayne, you should start seeing my patients. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, so the deal with snoring is this. It, it tends to get old, worse as we get older, and there's a big reason for that, because as we age, we lose what's called muscle tone, or what's called muscle atrophy. And we've got a big muscle in our airway. It's called our tongue, and it has kind of a 90-degree bend. So the problem is, is as we fall asleep, our bodies relax and our muscles relax. That tongue starts to relax, especially if you're laying on your back, gravity kicks in, that tongue is going towards the back of your mm. throat. So that's going to get worse as we get older, uh, unless you do some kind of tongue exercises. Yeah, and so, and I remember in one of the shows earlier on, you were talking about your laser therapy, your snoring and sleep apnea laser therapy, right. and that has something to do, I guess, with you know, with going in and, and really rejuvenating the skin. Yeah, so so that's the the soft palate, and that's rejuvenating the collagen in the in there in the tissue. Because uh, same thing, as we get older, we lose collagen, and, and that's what gives us kind of that youthful appearance. That, and what I do is we use that laser in the back of the throat, where the soft palate kind of curves down, and that tissue tends to lose elasticity, just like a rubber band loses its stretch. So we're able to hit that with a, a laser energy and cause it to uh, basically make new collagen or new fiber and and get younger. So. Uh, that's one way to kind of counteract the effects of aging. So that like person. opens up the airway. It opens up the airway, exactly. Excellent. Uh, one other thing that, that I see a lot, and, and I need to mention this, uh, is the orthodontic phenomenon. And, and what that means is I'd say almost three out of four of my patients that come in who are snoring or have apnea have had orthodontics as a child, and they had these teeth taken out called bicuspids or premolars, and they're about midway in your arch. Uh, and then they come in in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they're saying, well, why? And I say, well, did you have braces? Yes. Did they, have, did they take teeth out of you? Yes. And I look in their mouth. I go, what that did is that shrunk the size of your mouth. And what that does is that pushes your tongue further back down your throat. Hmm. So if you've had that, if you're listening out there, uh, and you've got issues with snoring or apnea, definitely come by and see me at Snore Experts or go see your uh, local doctor, uh, and there might be something going on there. Right. So speaking of sleep apnea, too, uh, just – it's a patients will say, what is sleep apnea? I snore. What's sleep apnea? So sleep. So snoring is basically a reduction in airflow where the tissues are vibrating and you're making noises. Sleep apnea is kind of the evolution of that. And that's when that tongue actually falls back and hits the back of the throat and you get a total blockage. It's called OSA or obstructive sleep apnea. That's like somebody putting a cork in your airway uh, from, from 10 seconds to uh, I've seen over a minute. So that's the big problem with that. So and. This is literally people who are sleeping and throughout the night, they're constantly losing breath and then catching their breath. Well, they're, they're stopping breathing. They're yeah. choking. Yeah. yeah. And I tell patients, you know, I had two guys in today. They both stopped breathing 50 times an hour. And I said, imagine I came to your house and put a pillow on your face 50 times an hour and took it off for seven hours straight. Yeah. How are you going to feel after that? Yeah. So, so that's what sleep apnea is. And you need to be aware of the kind of signs and symptoms. There's some overlap between snoring. Uh, but, uh, that's the big one that people uh, always want to know about. Yeah. Uh, I got one more for you here. This one we get all the time. Um, why do I wake up in the middle of the night? All right. Uh, a lot of patients will come and say, you know, I fall asleep okay, but then I wake up at 2, 3 in the morning, and then I'm up, and then I'm back asleep, and then I'm up again. Uh, and, I, and I've been reading some different research on this, and, and one of the, the interesting theories out there is that we run out of fuel. Uh, so what's happening at night, and we've talked about the stages of sleep and what the brain's doing, but the, all those activities require energy or fuel. So if the brain runs out of that fuel, it's going to wake up. So some of the ways you can kind of counteract that effect is uh, 
giving it a little bit more energy before you go to sleep. And we've talked about this before, but uh, a little teaspoon of honey and then brushing mm-hmm. your teeth and going to sleep, that'll kind of give you a little extra boost. Uh, we've talked about kind of the uh, coconut oil, MCT oil, brain octane, these fats. Yeah. Either either fat or sugar, I think a little bit of that at night is going to help. Yeah, so you and I have talked about this because in my situation, so I literally wake up every night at 1230, 3 o'clock, and like 515. And you've, you've recently turned me on to guava leaf tea. Yes. So guava leaf tea and honey, um, I just started it, so yeah, can't really report back. But it is weird that the same exact time every night I wake up, and it just – it's terrible. Yeah, and, and that's what, you know, every night is an opportunity to make changes and to kind of hack your sleep or to, to do things differently. Guava leaf tea, that's a new one that I've been playing around with as well. Uh, I just brew a couple packets of that at night, have yeah. a drink. Uh, I don't put the honey in the tea because then it's not raw honey anymore. So uh, if you want to try that out, these are generally you can buy them online, Amazon, places like that. So. Yeah. All right, I got another question here for you as well. Uh, when we uh, test our patients for sleep issues, one of the parameters or variables that comes out of sleep studies is what's called REM sleep. Uh, Some people know what REM sleep is, some people don't. So one of the questions is, what is REM sleep? So REM sleep is rapid eye movement. It's a stage of sleep. Uh, Typically takes about 90 minutes to get into it. We go through 90 minute cycles when we go through sleep and we tend to get more REM sleep towards the end of the night. Uh, And what's happening in in REM sleep, that's when our eyes are kind of darting left and right uh, on the outside, but on the inside, that's when we're dreaming that's when the brain is detoxing and flushing, uh, and that's when memories consolidate. So it's, it's a really hugely beneficial uh, part of sleep. The problem is, is if you're not getting enough of it, then you're suffering the next day. That's when we have that brain, flo- the brain fog or the, the mental clarity goes down. Uh, it's funny, I, 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 I tell patients the brain is like a DVR. And I mean, literally, if your eyes are open, it's recording all day. Mm-hmm. And what's happening at night when you close your eyes is it's taking all that data, I'm going to call them TV shows, the drama of life, and it's editing. And it's taking the, the positive things and storing those, and it's, and it's tr- editing out the negative things because you don't want to be carrying that baggage, right? So uh, when you don't get that, you don't get that editing, yeah. so to speak. So, Yeah, and it's funny. I have terrible sleep, but my REM sleep per my uh, aura ring is actually pretty good. And that's why you're such a happy guy. Yeah, it's incredible. So uh, we're talking about sleep and snoring, top questions. Uh, these have been kind of curated from patients and listeners from the past. Uh, we got a bunch of good stuff coming up following the short commercial break. You can check us out at snoreexperts.com or on my Instagram, snoreexperts. Or- yeah, and we're always looking for... Uh, questions folks so so if you have any questions definitely go to the website snoreexperts.com get your questions in here we always uh, get them answered and uh, you know dr k is also available uh you know for consults uh that can happen just uh scheduling through the site but uh he's there for you and if you want to hear past shows we've got these uploaded on uh, apple itunes and uh wherever else you get your podcasts fantastic we'll be back in a minute Are you still snoring or are you suffering from secondhand snoring? Ignoring the health risks is dangerous, very dangerous. It could be obstructive sleep apnea, depriving your body of oxygen, which can cause fatigue, weight gain, and high blood pressure. Don't risk going untreated. Get a free consultation from the snoring and sleep apnea doctors at Snore Experts. The doctors at Snore Experts have helped thousands with oral appliances, CPAPs, and now Night Lays Laser Therapy, a new clinically proven way to effectively treat snoring and sleep apnea. 
It's quick and easy with no recovery time. The next 20 callers that mention KKLA get a free medical consultation at Snore Experts, a $300 value free. Call 888-31-SNORE. Get a great night's sleep. Avoid serious health conditions and stop snoring now. Call Snore Experts now and mention KKLA. 888-31-SNORE. Five SoCal locations and now in Brentwood and Irvine. 888-31-SNORE. Online at snoreexperts.com. Another question I get from patients and staff and friends and family and conference attendees is, what's the deal with insomnia? So we know what insomnia is, right? Uh, the technical definition, is, according to the NIH or National Institute of Health, is insomnia is having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep. Uh, and, and here's the deal with insomnia. You know, life events can cause temporary insomnia. You know, we, we have things that happen to us that we lose sleep over. Sure. Uh, but it shouldn't be a long-term or chronic thing. Uh, chronic insomnia is defined as lasting three nights a week for more than a month. Uh, and if you're in this kind of category, you got to watch out because there are health consequences. Uh, there was a study from the University of Wisconsin that showed that people with chronic insomnia, so they're five times more likely to experience anxiety and depression. They have two times higher risk of congestive heart failure and diabetes, and they're seven times more likely to abuse alcohol and drugs. Yeah, that's terrible. And, and you know, we live in this stressful world right yeah i think one of the things if you've been listening that you know you've you've heard dr k talk about is taking advantage of the supplements that are out there and i think you know one of the supplements that you've talked about before is gaba Mm -hmm. and and how great it is at actually turning off yeah you know all of the things that are spinning in your head it is i mean it's literally a combination of things you know and these people that we talked about before in another show about this conference i was at is is how do we start to control these variables we know there's a problem you can't sleep or you're waking up a bunch of times so start drilling down is it the food i ate is it the supplement that i took or didn't take did i get out and get some sun throughout the day i mean it's a routine that you have to continue to practice every day to get better and better. Yeah, and you know, and like you were saying, right? Uh, good sleep cures a ton of ills. You've got to take it seriously, you know. And uh, you're you're not just gonna grow out of it. You've you've got to address it if it's important to you. It's yeah. crazy because I actually see patients that come in and say, you know what, you know, it doesn't bother me. It bothers my wife. Uh, and, and, and if you're not going to be cognizant of the problems that it's causing both for you and your spouse or your partner, then, then you don't need to do anything. But if you, if you want to take your life or your, your, your health to the next level, you got to address it. And I, and I was at this conference, I know we talked about the other show, this biohacking conference. And I would say the number one thing that they, almost every presenter talked about in their presentations was get better sleep on top of all the other stuff they talked about, yeah. whether it was supplements or exercise or the fitness guy there, they said, you know, you could do all these stuff, but you got to get your sleep. Yeah. And again, right. I mean, a lot of us are working our 50, 60 hours a week. We've got the family, we've got, you know, some broken families and this and that, you know, it all goes back. I mean, to me, it all goes back to quality of life and you've, you've got to take care of yourself and you want to be in a situation where you're, you can be the best person, not only for yourself, 
but those around you, whether they're people that you work with or uh, it, your family it, or whatever. It's it, it's crazy. You mentioned that when I have these consults with patients, especially younger parents, especially younger dads, and, and I and I tell them, look, you're you're stopping breathing forty five times an hour. And you're in terrible shape, and they're still on the fence about getting treatment. They're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And then you know what I asked them after that? You got any kids? Yeah. And you know what happens? Things change. They start yeah. to see that, hey, you, you, you want to be around? Well, yeah, and there is there's literally, right, you can die from this. There's, there's you know, some, some famous people. I know Reggie White, Judge Scalia, right? I mean, this is a serious, serious issue. Yeah. Yeah, so we try to stress that all the time. Speaking of that, I got I got one here. This is kind of a, a little bit more of a potpourri type question, but it's uh, so what you know we've we've talked about all these issues with sleep. What can you do to get a better night's sleep? And and this is kind of the, the crux of the show. But we're going to throw out a couple quick things you can do tonight to get a better night's sleep. Ready for it? I'm ready. All right. Uh, most fundamental one: go to sleep at the same time, wake up at the same time. It's called your circadian rhythm. It's called keeping a consistent pattern. And uh, once you start doing that, your body will thank you. So that's a quickie. Um, Get some sun during the day. I'd say another thing that I picked up at that conference that I went to a couple weeks ago was sun exposure. Today, even I was at work in Pasadena. I went out for about 45 minutes. Just went, walked around Colorado Boulevard and just kind of soaked up sun. It was a nice day. You got to get that sun. Now, you don't want to be out there for three hours and turn lobster red. Sure. But you want to get a little bit of that vitamin D and you want to get your uh, clock reset as well. So, big one is get get some sun and get some walking in as well, too. So, physical movement, even 30 minutes of walking can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, avoid eating too late. Obviously, we've talked about that before sleep in your gut. Uh, you don't want to eat way past sunset and way too close to bedtime because then your body's going to be occupied with digesting rather than sleeping. Big one here as well, stay away from electronics. We talk about blue light, and I mentioned before that it's not blue light like a police car blue light. It's literally, it's that white light that's coming out of your phone, uh, and I've heard things now that are talking about the, the frequency or the hertz of that light coming out of that phone is, is tuned to kick up dopamine in your brain, which mm. makes this more of an addiction than just literally uh, passing time. Yeah. So, and then... So and the, and it's not just your phone; it's your television. It's set, your TV. Your right? TVs are a little bit better because they're further away, so yeah. the, the dosage is less. But your phones, your tablets, your laptops—it's uh, a whole mess. And let alone the electromagnetic frequencies coming out of those things. Which let alone, I'm yes. telling you. And then obviously the, the biggest one too is keep your room very dark. Uh, blackout shades. Put little black electrical tape on your LED lights or smoke detectors or plugs or chargers or anything like that. Hmm. Uh, so those are some quick tips that you can play around with. So I know from uh, things that we've, you know, inquiries on the website and things like that, we've we've had people asking about, you know, brain food, the best food, all of those kind of things. So what do you, where do you fall on on really being focused on the the food that you're eating? I mean, food is fundamental, and, and it's it's changed my life more than anything else. Uh, really, what I put in and how I put it in, when I put it in. Uh, makes a huge difference. So uh, I've kind of come up, uh, it's funny, I was at that conference, uh, the, the biohacking conference, and there was a guy there named Jim Quick. Uh, he's kind of a, a big speaker on, on brain and brain function and learning. Uh, and he has this kind of top 10 list, which kind of really resonated with me. So I want to share this with all my listeners Excellent. and fans here. Yeah. So the top 10 brain foods, okay? First one is avocado. 
uh, it's funny because when I was a kid growing up, I used to hate avocado. We couldn't get, and we had a tree in our house, and I would never eat it. But these days, I'm having at least one avocado. There's people out there. These people there, they brought their own avocados. They were cutting them and slicing them during as a snack. You know, yeah, I, I love avocados. Actually. Yeah, it, it, it's a fantastic um, option. It helps keep healthy blood flow. It's got a good source of monounsaturated fats. It tastes good. It's creamy. You can use it in smoothies and shakes. Uh, very versatile. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, blueberries. Uh, these are fantastic. They, they've got a, a high level of polyphenols, and we've talked about that, kind of like antioxidants. Uh, there's uh, reduces oxidative stress, uh, effects of brain aging condition, uh, addict conditions. Uh, funny here, rats who ate blueberries had improved overall learning capacity and motor skills and were mentally younger. Hmm. So if it's good for rats, it's good for you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, another one here is broccoli. Uh, I like broccoli. Um, I don't. You know? But that's okay. You can have kale instead. And I like avocados. is uh, great because it's also a big source of fiber. And, and a lot of things that people were talking there was about the gut microbiome. We've talked about that as well. And, and now they're talking about prebiotics, which are the nutrients that feed the bacteria in the gut. So it's it's the food for the probiotics. Yeah. So um, I think broccoli is a, is a great option out there. It's rich in vitamin K. It's known to enhance cognitive function and improve brain power. So let me ask you this. So So, you know, Broccoli, you know, I mean, yeah. it's terrible. Throw some bacon on so, it. So, yeah. So, so how do you, just really quick, how do you cook your broccoli? So, I steam it. Okay. Steam it and then kind but of blanch it. Are you seasoning it or what do you Yeah, do? a little salt and pepper or, you know, mix it with okay. a stir fry or something like that. So, yeah. you're not putting like, you know, nacho cheese over it or anything? Oh, Doritos and, and yes. nacho cheese. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other ones here. We've got uh, olive oil. Uh, that's a big one. I, I've gotten much more into that. I use that uh, judiciously everywhere, salads, cooking, uh, and then on top of foods after I cook them, like a salmon, just sprinkle some olive oil on after it's cooked. just gives it a little more richness, a little more flavor. Fantastic. Let me ask you really quick. So what do you recommend as far as a cooking oil, right? There's canola. There's all this oh, stuff. Ter- yeah. So the best cooking oil is avocado or uh, – sorry, or olive oil or avocado oil. Avocado oil. Avocado oil. Yeah, and you, you know can get that, that at Costco. Yeah. There you go. Uh, eggs, obviously, a uh, big one, uh, high in omega-3s and vitamin E. There's lots of debate about yolks and stuff. I tend to be on the camp that eggs are good for you as long as they're good eggs. Sure. All right. Uh, green leafy vegetables, we've talked about a little bit. Spinach, kale, collard greens. These are all great sources of vitamin E and folate. Um, wild deep water fish. Uh, salmon is a huge one. I'm a big fan of that. And I saw on the list uh, nuts and or walnuts and chocolate, which, uh, you know, so there's, there's something on there for all of us. We can sprinkle the walnuts on the, the green, chocolate-covered the walnuts delicious on green leafy vegetables, which all of us love to eat. Stay tuned for Dwayne's cooking show coming up right yes, afterwards. It'll be much different than your show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> all right. So, listen, another fantastic show. Again, folks, if you want to get more information, you can go to snoreexperts.com. More information on... Dr. K, you can also click on the About Us and the radio show and the podcast and learn more about uh, uh, the radio show and the podcast. And you can listen to the show, uh, especially past episodes on uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, you know, however you normally listen to it. Great opportunity to communicate with us. Yeah, if you got more questions, uh, please hit us up on Instagram. We're on Snore Experts. We've got a Facebook group as well. I think I haven't mentioned that. Excellent. Uh, Snore Experts Facebook group or the website. And uh, love to get your Instagram. There's always great information there on yeah. Instagram. And we always, uh, you know, we encourage your participation. Thanks a lot. Stay tuned for some upcoming shows. We're going to have a lot more fun with this. Uh, if you have any questions or any concerns or topics, please feel free to reach out to us. 
you for joining us at The Best Night Ever, our weekly look at achieving better sleep and better health. To visit us online, go to snoreexperts.com or follow us on Instagram at snoreexperts. To make an appointment with Dr. K for you or someone you know to stop snoring now or to call in and leave a question for next week's show, call us at 888-31-SNORE. That's 888-31-SNORE. 888-31-SNORE. This broadcast is for informational purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this show are not medical advice. The show, including Dr. Jay Crisandi, the co-host, guest, and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of any information contained herein. Opinions of the guests are their own. We do not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests, nor do we make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a licensed physician.